Hey, Mark, what'd you learn about whiskey this year? That's a great question, Dan. What did I learn? I learned I still like whiskey. Hey, that's something. Yeah. Good to confirm those things. Yeah, and I think I learned uh, I think I learned I like good whiskey. How about that? How about that? No, <laughs> no big revelation. Yeah. But every year about this time, I take stock of what I what I did in the year with whiskey. Because it's not a cheap hobby. No. And at some point earlier this year, I decided I wasn't gonna buy any more. Uh, pedestrian whiskey Mm. until I drank all the pedestrian whiskey in the house. Which is a lot. Which is a lot. And there's still some of it here. Mm -hmm. But this is the first year I'm going to end the year with less bottles than I started with because of that. My God. And I think what I learned from it was I don't regret any of the times this year that I passed up a sale Mm. on an Elijah Craig small batch because it was $5 cheaper. Mm. Um, but it did get me drinking a little bit more of the nicer stuff. Now yeah. we don't, neither one of us have any of the unicorn stuff laying around. Um, so I think next year is going to be fewer bottles, but mm. nicer bottles. I like that. And, uh, you know, I, I only have one purchased regret and that was the, the rare breed rye that, that you call, you texted me and it was like super on sale. Yes. And that seems like that violates, but but that to me is not a pedestrian whiskey. That, not, that yeah. was a very nice whiskey that happened to be at a, an attractive price. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially relative to the fact that a lot of local stores have really they've they've gone up ten or fifteen dollars on that bottle. Yeah, yeah, just because of demand. So here's here's the question. So if in 2023 your goal is to buy fewer bottles but nicer ones, does that bring the price point up? It it does, I think. Overall, I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, it's going to bring the average price point up. And again, I'm not talking about you know only drinking two hundred dollar bottles of whiskey. Mm. Uh, the the bottle you mentioned, rare breed rye, that's a good example. So so define that's that's a good place to start. Then define pedestrian whiskey. <laughs> that is hard because uh, <laughs> there's a lot of inexpensive bottles that are quite good. Yeah, for instance. For some reason, this year, uh, baby Saz was available on mm. the regular Sazerac. So I've got, I don't know, two or three, two, I think two more bottles, one open, two more, and then that store pick that mm-hmm. you got for us. Mm-hmm. Um, price-wise, that's a pedestrian whiskey when you buy it, right? That's a $30, $35 bottle of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm talking about things like I don't need to have – I don't think I need to have five or six bottles of Wild Turkey 101 hanging around. Uh, even though I like it for for sipping, I like it for old fashions. Yeah, maybe that maybe that's just it. The stuff that is, it's not necessarily pedestrian. Your daily drinkers, the daily drinker kind yeah. of things. I don't need to keep buying those. Yeah, your written houses and yeah. the stuff that's on the shelf consistently. Yeah, written house is a good example. Mm-hmm. Twenty five, twenty six bucks. Um, maybe I want to make my cocktails with that rare breed rye yeah, instead right, and live right. a little bit. Yeah, I don't get to be a baller very often in life. <laughs> Yeah, this is a good, a good, a good way to flex your your baller muscle. <laughs> yeah, well, we've always talked about it's a little bit of a joke. I don't think anybody that's not into whiskey believes this, but we have a buying problem mm-hmm. more than we have a drinking problem, which is why it's remarkable that I will end the year with less bottles. And by the way, I've only ever counted bottles once, so I don't know 
for sure there's less bottles. <laughs> it seems pretty obvious. There's well, we also, bottles. we opened a lot this year and we shared a lot. So that's true. It's probably very likely that you ended the year with fewer bottles. And, and frankly, I mean, you opened a lot of good bottles. So it yeah. wasn't just the pedestrian bottles that you opened and shared. I mean, there was a lot of good stuff that we cracked open this year. Yeah, we opened some old fits, mm -hmm. the Cantor bottled and bond stuff. Yeah. Well, we, we, we found another Kentucky Owl Rye batch one, opened it up. Yeah. Well, so, and and that brings me to my, <laughs> what I learned this year is <laughs> because I had, I had, um, you had a rough year. I had a rough year with, with whiskey. I did. And, and I think, I hope you're going to say this, around a particular style of whiskey purchasing. Mm, yes. Yeah. I think my takeaway from, from my purchasing this year was, you know, I tried to, I, I like to support local mm -hmm. in my local shop that has treated me very well in the past, um, one of the things is they have a, a, a monthly pick and you buy that pick. Like it, you just debited from your your credit card every month, you go pick it up. And I didn't like a lot of the picks that mm -hmm. I got. I mean, it just, I would say the vast majority of them were either giveaway bottles or, or I don't, there weren't any like yard pours or anything, but they just weren't stuff that I wanted. And so I think I'm not going to do it in 2023. I think if I'm going to do anything that is loyalty based or anything like that, I'm going to choose the bottle. Yeah. Um, I'm okay with spending money. You know, I don't mind spending money every single month at this place because they've supported me. They, you know, they've done, they've given me great bottles, uh, aside from the, the monthly picks. Mm -hmm. I just want to be able to walk in and choose what I want. You see, you don't mind them debiting the, the credit card. Not at all. You'll just come in and pick something yeah. for that. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if they'll go for that or what, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever, but I'm just not going to do it. I'm not yeah. going to sit here with, with 12 bottles that I, I don't want. Uh, and and they're just taking up space now, and I don't I don't know what I'm going to do with them. And, you know, so I've been giving them away as samples. I've been giving them to friends. Yeah. I, I just want to be in control of what I'm buying because you know, like you said, this is not a cheap hobby. I want to spend my money wisely, more well, wisely. At, at least if it's not wisely, it's your decision. Yeah, right. I mean, and not all the bottles were bad, and and in fact, a lot of the bottles I'm sure other people in the club love. Yeah, you know, so yeah. they weren't bad picks. They just were bad picks for me. Right. Um, so I would, I just want to be more in control of what's on my shelf. When you retrospectively look at that, would you have known those were bad picks for you? No. Uh, and I think that was a benefit, you know, but as the year went on, I started there to- There was a trend? Yeah. Well, and, and, and honestly, I mean, the longer you and I do this, the podcast and the videos, I know what I like now. Yeah. You know, and, and I think when I first started doing that whiskey club, I, I was willing to experiment a lot more because I didn't really have- you know, solid definitions of what I did and didn't like. Now I do. I do think too, we want to try new things, but part of knowing what you like isn't just knowing that you like that particular bottle. It's being able to look at the mash bill, look at where it came from, think about the age and mm -hmm. go, that's not going to, that's not going to be me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, when I look back at all those bottles, I think, okay, there was probably 10 bottles I didn't really like. One that was a pleasant surprise, and I've got one left in the year that I'm gonna I'm gonna finish out the year and be yeah. done. So I, you know, that's that's one for one for twelve or one for eleven at this point, and not a good ratio. Yeah, and I, you know, I found something similar last year. I guess it was twenty yeah twenty twenty one. I was in a local club, and we didn't have to buy the picks. It was kind of assumed you would because it's an investment to do that. And as long as they stuck to Knob Creeks, Whistle Pigs. It's hard to pick a bad one of those. You may not get something all yeah. that different or off profile or whatever you like, but it, it's not going to be bad. But anytime they strayed from that, I found the same thing. Mm -hmm. I, I, I kind of knew going in, 
but I did it to support the club. Right. I have a theory about that. I don't I don't think this applies to the person that picks those barrels, but the person that mostly picked these barrels uh, is well off. Mm. And generally, if he's just drinking from his collection, it's Michter's 20, mm-hmm. and it's happy this. <laughs> I don't think that's the person that should be going to pick a four-year-old locally produced bourbon. Right. Because, I mean, their palate's just adjusted for some of the finest whiskey ever produced. Mm-hmm. How is it they're going to all of a sudden downshift and go, yeah, this is good. Right. And and universally, they were not good, good. to me at all. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think they were just kind of phoning it in at that point? No, no, I think he tries. He's he's a super nice guy. He's he's a but his palate's just so far different yeah. from the daily drinker. If, I mean, if like one, us. if one, I mean, he he'll he'll post in the in the secondary groups, you know, looking for a Michter's twenty five, six seven grand, <laughs> twenty grand. What it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, I think when that's what you're drinking, and and. Even if even if he says I like this, then I'm I just think it's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard. How do you how do you go from once you adjust to that? Yeah, it's the same way now. I mean, I think yeah. about bottles that I tried a couple years ago, six, seven, eight, ten years ago, and didn't know I didn't know what to do with it. Yeah, now I try them and they're delicious. You know, the palate evolves. Mm-hmm. You, you, your tastes evolve relatively quickly. Yeah. So I think it's hard for somebody like that to back up and then go pick a mm-hmm. a five year old local whatever and, yeah. and actually find something something that the people that don't have his palate or his or his the luxury of right. drinking what he drinks to really enjoy it and yeah. I, and that's what I found I just can't I want to support I need to if I'm going to be if I take up a spot in that club right I just can't yeah I can't do that the the other thing I think buying smarter or being able to pick, I guess, is that it frees up money to buy bottles I know I like. And, you know, I know you, you're you out of bookers at, at 100 or 90 or whatever you decided was your even, number. Even though I just paid 110. Yeah. <laughs> but shh, 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 don't say anything. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, for me, I like bookers. I drink bookers. You know, if in the 100 range, I'm still okay buying it. 110, I'm on the fence. 120, I'm out for sure. But like, you know, if I'm not buying these bottles I don't want and spending $60 yeah. a month on something I don't want, that to me is like, okay, if I see it on the shelf for 110 and I'm kind of like, ooh, but I haven't, well, okay, you know, if I haven't spent 60 bucks on something else. I, I, th- I think we all have that. I don't know what you call it. There's this this band of pricing mm-hmm. where we're, it's not no man's land, but we're in this area where we know we should be thinking more clearly. Yeah. Like 90 all day long. Yeah. 120, no way. Yeah. It's $30. That's 30 bucks. I mean, yeah, come it's on. A, it's like half a tank of gas. <laughs> it's you know? not, that's, it's not nothing. It's money. That's how does $30 stop that decision? But if there was, you know, a handle of wild turkey that was $30 instead of 40, mm-hmm. you, you wouldn't you throw that on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't even think it takes that much of a disparity. I mean, like, I, I don't know if you saw it today. Metallica just launched a new single. And it mm. sounds like they're old Metallica. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to buy the vinyl. I'm going to pre-order the vinyl. It was like 33 bucks. I was like, okay, that's that's in my range. And then you add on shipping. And then, then you add on tax. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think it's a good point. If you're, yeah. not, if you're not committed to something like a club where you're buying things that you had a poor track record with, if I'm not uh, watching the Sunday special and buying stuff that's on sale and just packing it in the closet – it seems like I should not worry quite as much about that. If the result of it is I end up with something that's never disappointed me, like mm-hmm. a bottle of Booker's, and maybe I paid more than 
Right. You know, if ninety if ninety is still a no brainer for me for bookers, mm-hmm. and I pay one ten or one twenty, isn't that okay if I know how much I'm going to enjoy that? Sure. Well, the other thing too is how I mean, of all the bottles between you and me, you know, we drink at least together at least once a week, right? Yeah. Uh, between the two of us, how long would it take to actually drink all the stuff we already own? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we still have a good supply the next time the Summer Olympics start in yeah. 2024. <laughs> uh, we'd probably still be okay at the next Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm thinking it's 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 quite a ways off. Yeah. We're probably at the point where all the car companies have promised to be all electric. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so 2030 or so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We could drink for a good long while. Yeah. Right. At the pace we're on. Right. Sure. Right. So there's no reason to it, – it, I guess that's that, that validates my decision. It was a good decision to stop buying the pedestrian whiskey till I drank all the pedestrian whiskey. I still hadn't drank it all. Um, and the thing is, I do the same thing with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I sip on it. I mean, sometimes I just feel like yeah. whatever that is. I make cocktails with it. But I will still make a cocktail with the 60 or 70 or $80 bottle of right. whiskey, too. Because you know what happens when you use really good whiskey? You get a really good cocktail. Really good cocktail. I don't feel like that's wasting. I feel yeah. like that's getting a really high-quality sure. cocktail. That, by the way, that I would never pay for in a bar. Right. I would absolutely never. I mean, I'd be a $150 cocktail. You could buy the bottle for that. Yeah. yeah. Well, so here's another question. So, you know, we, we predicated our – so we do our monthly whiskey – night with our friends where Mm -hmm. we all the original concept was we buy an expensive bottle pitch in everybody pitches in we buy something we would never drink you know because it's so expensive (laughs) yeah where does that put us now right i don't know (laughs) because well we were because we last time we started discussing that yeah for this month Mm -hmm. like what we could also we could spend a hundred dollars on a bottle and you and i looked at the other and went we do that all the time yeah exactly what's special about that (laughs) and so i said let's spend 300 and then the other the other couple are like, ooh, we yeah. can't spend a hundred for our share. Yeah. Like, well, where does that leave us? Right. Right. Let's just we'll just bring what we got. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean that that's the thing, right? So now we're at a point where have we ruined those pedestrian whiskeys for ourselves? Uh, and have we basically priced ourselves up? Uh, I mean, because you know, we talk about practicality, right? Like we yeah. talked about for years, we've talked about practical to practical still. Like, what bottles are not expensive that you can you can buy? They're attainable. Have we priced ourselves upward? We have, but I I don't think we've priced ourselves upwards to the unobtainium stuff. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not talking about only drinking hundred dollar bottles of whiskey. I'm right. talking about having uh, Russell's Reserve single barrel bourbons open all the time. Right? They're not treats. That's what's open all the time. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't think I don't think I dislike the pedestrian. Whiskeys. There's just there is a little bit. I mean, there is an improvement mm-hmm. in my mind over uh, as much as I like Wild Turkey 101. There's a significant improvement in that and a Kentucky Spirit. Right. There's an improvement to a Russell's Reserve single barrel. Right. I want that improvement. Yeah. It doesn't mean I won't drink the other ones. I'm just not going to stockpile them. And when I need them, when I feel like I want a handle of of 101 for making old fashions and stuff and sipping over ice in the summer, I'm going to buy it. Right. I'm not suggesting I never will. Right. It's just that I want to focus more on what I really want to drink rather than trying to save a few bucks. Right. Right. Yeah. And I I guess the other question is, I mean, now we're looking at bottles that, you know, our thinking is let's spend $300 on a bottle and as our, for our whiskey. uh, That's a treat though. Right. And that's a treat. Right. But is there a point of diminishing returns? I mean, are we, are we going to get that $300 bottle and then say, I could have gotten something else usually, for a hundred, you know. That's usually been my experience. Yeah. The few yeah. t- I haven't bought many three hundred dollar bottles, maybe three times hmm. that I paid that for it. Right. And, and one of those times I paid for it 
it was a hundred and twenty dollar bottle of whiskey. It's just they don't make it anymore. Right, right. So you can't get it for can't get it anymore. Yeah. So uh, one of the times I did that was Kentucky Owl Batch Eight Bourbon. Mm-hmm. It was really good. It wasn't worth three hundred and twenty five dollars. Sure, I'd never. I would not do that again. Yeah, but yeah, we're gonna have that, and we're gonna have the same experience. I mean. Every $300 bottle of whiskey is not a good $300 bottle of whiskey. Some of them are just bad whiskey. They just mm-hmm. aren't tasty or they don't fit my profile. Right. Yeah, you know, I think I think if if I I love Whistle Pig 10, but if I bought that Whistle Pig 18, it's got a high component of malted rye in it. I don't typically like malt. I'm sure I'd be disappointed in that. Yeah. So you, the same things exist. Mm-hmm. It's just the stakes are higher. Yeah. yeah. It's a much it's a much sadder event when you spend hundreds of dollars on a bottle that's no good mm-hmm. versus, uh, you know, spend less on a bottle that's no good. Right, right. The the cream of Kentucky was a bad experience. <laughs> At least it was a $75 bad experience and yeah. not a $150 bad experience. Yeah. If you, if you watch our Friday live stream, Friday Sips Live, every Friday at 2.30 at Mountain Standard Time, you'll you'll know the, the cream of Kentucky uh, bottled in Bonnerai was foul. It's awful. It was just awful. And it was my least favorite bottle of the year. So bad that I keep it on the shelf as a reminder. <laughs> it keeps pulling it out. I mean, I don't know why you keep it. Here, drink. I'm not drinking anymore. Yeah, yeah. No. That, I think that's dangerous. Yeah. That, that seems like that could really cause health issues. <laughs> in, in vibing that? Yes. Yes. Well, having it on the shelf, just, just seeing it and making myself viscerally angry. Yeah. But that's a good point. I mean- that's exactly the price point I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I want to spend more time there. And I do think that's a practical thing because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I work hard. I don't work that hard. It takes a lot of effort <laughs> to get the money to buy that stuff. I'd rather spend 75 and really be excited about what I'm going to sip an ounce of on a Wednesday night yeah. than not. But it doesn't guarantee anything. Right. You know, moving up that notch, that's a perfect example. That mm-hmm. bottle was 75 bucks and it was undrinkable. Yeah. That I mean, that bottle was my least favorite of the year. And like that one made me angry that I spent $75. Usually if I buy a $75 bottle and I don't like it, that's one thing. This made me angry. This was yeah. a bad product. I, I felt similarly with the Hidden Barn mm-hmm. Series 1, the very first one. Yeah. I, I've never... As much as I've had a very few bottles that I really don't like, I've never thought to myself, I want my money back. Yeah. I, I've been done wrong. Yeah. There's no way the people involved in Hidden Barn tasted that and released it and thought that was good whiskey. Yeah. I don't know what they were thinking. They weren't thinking that. There's right. just no way. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the takeaway is just be more purposeful about what we're buying this year. Yeah. This coming year. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm staying on my train of uh, I'll buy, we'll call it pedestrian whiskey. Uh, when I need it for something. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I'm going to buy, and, and I guess by default, that means I do not intend to stockpile whiskey. Mm-hmm. And I have some examples of what was pedestrian whiskey at the time that mm-hmm. I bought not a lot of, six or seven bottles of that I have now that are now priced double right. that. You know, Henry McKenna bottled and bond is a good example. You don't like that. I like <laughs> it. I like it a lot. But my average cost on those eight or nine bottles is probably 30 bucks. Yeah. And now, I mean, you hardly ever see them. Some people are paying 100 for them. They're mm-hmm. at least 50. I'm going to start shopping here. Can I get a loyalty program here at your house? <laughs> I think you already have <laughs> I think one. I already have one. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but uh, that does mean I'm not going to stockpile stuff. And, mm-hmm. I, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Frankly, I, I th- I'm sure there are whiskeys for sale today that in 10 years, will be like old wild turkey is now. It's very valuable. and But there's not that many of them. Yeah. 
I think there's, I think we're experiencing a change in the whiskey based on the change in the crops. Mm -hmm. I don't think the grains as flavorful as it was 20 years ago. Uh, I don't think there's a bottle right now that you're going to buy for 25 or 30 bucks that somebody's going to pay you a thousand dollars for in a few years. I could be wrong, but I also know I can't time the market. I've proven that in multiple (laughs) ways over the years. So I just choose not to try and guess those. If I like something and there's a chance like the Stiller's Cut, I really like that. They said it was going to be a limited thing. It was a limited thing. I have a handful of them left. That's nice. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how often is that going to happen that you buy $20 bottles that you really wish you'd bought a pile of? Right, right. I mean, you got you to gotta invest in every $20 bottle that comes out to, to hit that big yeah, one. Yeah, or know. just have some kind of inside track that yeah. I don't have. So, And I don't, I mean, I don't, I'm not much of a stockpiler except for bookers. I mean, and, and even the bookers, I drink them, you know, so I, I don't have that. I, I get I get anxious when I see multiples on my shelf, except for bookers because I drink bookers. <laughs> yeah. Well, the only thing I really have now is is the distillers cut, some McKenna bottle and bond, and some Eagle Rare, mm-hmm. and, and some Weller Special Reserve, yeah, oh, and some Weller o, some OWA. This, that's this could go on for a while. No, that's it. <laughs> I think that's it. Yeah, I got a, you know, a handful of Lagavulin eights that when they first came out, they yeah. were always on sale and they're yeah. delicious. It's funny. I brought I brought it a bottle of Eagle Rare to Thanksgiving this year, and I opened it, and everybody's like, "Oh, you sure you want to open that?" I was like, "Yes." <laughs> like, why? I mean, it's like a relief for me to open that. Yeah. I have two more at home. I don't, you know, like this is why yeah. I bought them. Well, that, that's another good reason to not stockpile stuff. And again, mm-hmm. I guess if if I had the budget to go after things that really are valuable, that's different, you mm-hmm. know. But it's the same reason I don't have beautiful art hanging in the house because you know, I don't have that budget to do that. So right. I, I think the best thing, the most practical thing to do is to focus on the whiskey that is very enjoyable. It's that, it's just what we've been saying that whiskey you can buy today on a shelf, pretty much any store, mm-hmm. it's 80 or 90% as good as this stuff that yeah. seems unobtainium. I still think that's true in a lot of, not always, yeah. but it's often true. But also, I mean, a, a, another key point here is that we went through this multi-year journey of tasting everything, yeah. you know, and that was useful for us. Sure. In a it was very enjoyable. Way. Yeah. And, and so it's not to say that we did that and we're like, oh, you know, this, oh, no. it was all terrible. No, I mean, we, that was a, a very purposeful journey for us and we got to taste everything and now we know, you know, we know what our good investments are. We know now. Yeah. We know at this point in time where right. we believe those things yeah. to be. And, and even that said, we did a podcast a long time ago, the Desert Island Mm-hmm. brand. Yep. There's only one brand you could drink forever. And and I picked Wild Turkey. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd stand by that. Yeah. E- even if, if if something happened uh, and I couldn't buy $85 and $90 and $75 bottles, if I had to drink Wild Turkey and that was it, 101 even, I'd be pretty happy with yeah. that. It's not think, the worst thing in the world. I think I picked Beam, but I think I would switch now to Turkey. You didn't pick turkey. Beam. You, you picked Barrel. You cheated. Did I? Yeah, I don't remember that. It was a good, it was a good thing, but you know, it was a long time ago. We did say brand, not <laughs> distillery. Oh yeah, because he was putting out a lot of good stuff at that point. He still and, does. Yeah, but I haven't. I actually haven't bought a bottle of that in quite a while. Well, and that's that thing where maybe that twenty or thirty bucks has got me, but mm. but I found so many happy drinks at fifty to eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. I'm having trouble spending a hundred. Yeah, 110 on the regular basis. Now, maybe maybe in 2023, when I fully adopt this idea of let's just buy the stuff we enjoy, because I would sincerely love to have another bottle of Dovetail. Yeah. 
That, that was, was delicious. Mm-hmm. I see um, those occasionally. Yeah, and that seagrass is supposed to be mm-hmm. tasty. There's a bunch of them. Every I've only had I don't know half a dozen of those regular bourbon releases. Mm-hmm. I love those. Some people don't because there's usually a high Tennessee component to mm-hmm. it, uh, i.e. Dickel. Yeah. Uh, but we like that. I like that. Yeah. In yeah. fact, I opened uh, a Dickel 15 for the first time in a long time, uh, getting ready to share with some friends, and it smelled really good. And so I guess it was uh, Saturday or Sunday at 11 a.m. I was, <laughs> I'm going to sip on a little. I haven't sipped bourbon before noon. I don't know if I've ever done that. Yeah. I sure did that day. Yeah. Well, it wasn't bourbon. Tennessee was. Right, right. Yeah. No, it I smelled good. I have my Dickel bottled in bond uh, that I was drinking last night, in fact. Yeah. Well, so, better bottles. Mm-hmm. Bottles we choose. Yes. Not, and by, I, I've never liked those box programs. Yeah. You know, you sign up and crap shows up at the house. So, I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. Better bottles. Bottles we choose. Don't stockpile stuff that's on the shelf that doesn't deserve to be stockpiled. Mm-hmm. Focus your efforts. That's the practical thing to do. And you're open your damn bottles. Open your damn bottles. Yeah. We should make that a t-shirt. <laughs> we, we should do that now. <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. Right. This has been good. Thanks, yeah. Dan. Cheers. Cheers.